Hello and a warm welcome. I'm Armin Trost, professor at the Furtwangen University in Germany. And this is my series on human resources strategies, a real master course for advanced HR students, professionals and executives. This series is available on YouTube and on all podcatchers like iTunes or Spotify. All slides that support this series are available on my website. For more information, please read the description to this YouTube or podcast. I'd also like to refer to my book, Human Resources Strategies, available at most online bookstores. So, again, thanks for listening Have fun and gain valuable insights into the fascinating world of HR strategies. Okay, so this time we talk about onboarding. Onboarding is about introducing new employees. And here is the idea. I mean, I guess most of you, most of you listeners, you have experienced the very first day of employment at some time in your life, right? And when you remember the night or the day before the very first day of employment, you again feel this high level of uncertainty, which clothes to wear, Where, where do I have to go to? How will be the first day? Um, whom will I meet? Uh, so it's, it's, it's the highest level of uncertainty that you can experience. And of course, over the course of the first few days, you still are very uncertain. You're going to do a lot of mistakes. You, have, uh, uh, you are overwhelmed by the universe of questions you might have. So... The idea of onboarding really is to, to decrease this level of uncertainty. And of course, you, you're going to experience a kind of a learning curve. You will never learn as much as in the first few weeks, I suppose. Or maybe when you get promoted or when you enter a new project. And then it's a kind of uh, a new employment as well, <laughs> so to speak. So in the beginning of every new career step, in the beginning of every new job, you You, you experience a very steep learning curve. But the steepness of the learning curve can be increased with onboarding. And that's exactly the idea. Maybe without onboarding, you learn f a little bit slower. Yeah? Your learning curve is flatter. You still make many mistakes. You still feel uncertain. Uh, you're lacking orientation for quite a while. But with onboarding, Your learning curve is very steep and the onboarding brings you up to a level of certainty that you ultimately want to achieve. So that's that's the idea of onboarding, okay? So it could be that in your company you think about onboarding. I I rarely can imagine that onboarding really is, uh, is a key topic, but it might be. It might be. Um, so if this is the case, if you really deal with onboarding, there are a couple of strategic dimensions you better take into consideration. And the first one I uh, is about the, the time frame of onboarding. I mean, the question here is, when does onboarding start and when does it end? And uh, I share with you two extreme views on this. 
And the first view I would like to summarize again with a, with a strategic statement saying, we see onboarding more as a kind of check-in that starts when the employee has actually arrived. And you can assume, as with all check-ins, that this is a pretty short measure. So it, like, like in a hotel, you know, it's a check-in in a hotel. Uh, you, you, you go there, here's the key, here's the room, now go ahead, <laughs> now everything, you know everything you need. Um, the, the, the other strategic statement would go like this. We regard onboarding as a comprehensive, social and profession, professional process that begins long before the first day of work. Hmm, that's different. You see, this is regarding the time frame. Where does it start? Where does it end? Is it a short-term measurement? Is it a long-term measurement? And the important point here is it might already begin a couple of days before. Okay? So what I would like to do now is I would like to share with you two different stories which I have um, written in my book. So I quote. Here's, here's the first story. Right? It's a... It's a, it's a testimony yeah the first working day was pretty exciting because i didn't know anybody except my future boss and some colleagues from hr i knew where to go and was led into a room with 12 other new hires there we were first welcomed by the managing director and then by the hr director then we got an introduction to technical and organizational matters like software, data protection, privacy, security, employee idea, etc. Then my boss introduced me to the team. In the following days, I took part in an extensive introductory program, which probably every new employee has to complete. This took place in the training building. At the end of the program, my boss discussed the first weeks with me so that it became clear to me what I have to do first. The plan was for me to familiarize myself step by step with my new job and the environment. As far as possible, my boss always took half an hour or more of this time for me in the first few days, which I found quite useful. Okay? That story might sound familiar with some of you. Yeah? So, and, and you might think, well, yes, <laughs> that, that's how it goes. But... But, you know, here's, here's another story, okay? Again, it's a testimonial, and I quote from my book. The good thing was that I got to know many of my future colleagues long before my first day at work. With one of these colleagues, I had arranged a time and a meeting place on the first day. She then took me straight to my future team. In between, I had to make a short detour on the first day in order to clarify a few informal things. All other organizational and technical things I was able to clarify in advance via the internet. There was basically no grace period for me. I was thrown straight into the deep end and was fully involved in a project. Having two bodies taking care of me was extremely helpful. The two had also only been with the company for half a year. Apart from a kind of accompanying program, there was hardly any real introduction. The only exception was a one-day training session on networking, teamwork, and conflict management. 
Otherwise, my buddy gave me a list of names. They said it would be good if I met these people sometime in the course of the next four weeks. They said I would never drink as much coffee again in my life as I did in the next four weeks. They were absolutely right. Okay, so you see, this is a different story. And these are not just uh, testimonies. They reflect different onboarding strategies. And, and one thing was something that I already have indicated. It's a time period. When does it start? Where does it end? And in the later case, it already started long before the first day of employment. Okay, But there are some more things that we might differentiate. One thing is that onboarding might be purely administrative. Right? Purely administrative. You learn something about uh, data protection, security, employee ID, and so on, uh, how to use different tools and software packages in the organization. But some companies not only uh, provide introduction with regards to administrative things, but also to professional things. It's mainly about how to do your job, right? And, and, and some companies... They, they go even further. They say it's also a social introduction. It's about, it's about not only meeting people, but also how to, how to interact with people, how to collaborate with people, how to solve conflicts maybe, and, and things like this. So that enables you to, 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 to get uh, integrated into your social environment. And that's much bigger. So here is here are the two extremes. One is the short-term administrative check-in, yeah, that is that happens probably in the first day of an employment. Maybe, maybe it goes a little bit further in, in terms of time, but it's a very short spot. Okay. While when you have a very comprehensive onboarding that starts long before, lasts longer, and involves much more things. So that's a differentiation when it comes to onboarding, which, which in my eyes is, is critical. And as a company, you better make a decision here. Okay? So there is another thing that became clear when you listen carefully to the two things. So, And this, to me, is the, the most important differentiation when it comes to onboarding. And the first option here is one that I tend to name babysitting. Yeah? That goes like this. So here's the strategic statement. We take new employees by the hand for the first few days and weeks. This helps them to reduce their insecurity. Okay? That, that was pretty much about the, the first story. Okay, new employee, come here. I, I me as the boss, yeah, I show you everything. Look, here is the program. This is what you do in the first day. This is what you do in the second day. Yeah? So you mainly do things you are allowed to, right? So, and here is the program that you must attend. Uh, so so you, you very straightly guided, taken by the hand. And in this particular case, the company takes over responsibility for your introduction. You see? The company takes over responsibility. Maybe your uh, immediate supervisor or somebody from HR taking you by the hand, making sure that you are well introduced. 
okay, that's that's that could be very professional, right? But the the opposite strategy sounds completely different. I name it the cold water approach. And it goes like this. So that our new employees learn quickly, we encourage them to leap into cold water or throw them into it. Anyway, we are at their side. So this is the message to people. Welcome, jump into the cold water. That's the best way to learn fastly. Who is responsible for your introduction? You yourself. It's not that we leave you alone, but it's, it's, it's you, you must meet the people. You must raise your hand when there, is a, when there is a task to be done. It's your responsibility to get involved in as many projects as possible. So please don't sit on your chair and wait until you are asked. Move yourself and get integrated as fast as possible. So again, it's not that the company does nothing. This is a people-centric approach. It, it's that we enable you to take over responsibility for your own onboarding. And that sounds completely different. Maybe, maybe that sounds a little bit more mature. It could be. But also much more, much more challenging. So also in this approach, and, and that refers pretty much to the second story I was sharing with you, is you will be enabled You learn how to solve conflicts. You learn how to deal with other people. You learn how to network in the organization. You learn all this so that you can go ahead and build your onboarding program by yourself, maybe with the help of not your boss, but other new colleagues. Okay? So, of course, there are some more strategic dimensions that, uh, that we could look at Uh, as part of onboarding, but I would like to leave it to this. And uh, this is, uh, as you realize, uh, a rather short episode. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. So thanks for listening and see you next time.